The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, guys? Dave Van Auken here, presented by Fight Finesse. This is the Dave Van Auken Show. This is Podcast 143 under this banner. What's up, guys? Huge show, Felicia Spencer coming on with her picks of UFC 280. Then also the anchor of this podcast, we have newcomer on the show, Mike Bolger, fighting this Friday night, Combat FC 2, over there in Massachusetts. It's going to be live on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, really cool conversation. He's the anchor of the show. Guys, a couple things real quick. Um, this past weekend, I was at Icon Jorge Masvidal's uh, Icon FC. Had a great, great conversation with him. If you haven't seen it already, you can go on Fight Bananas Official on IG to listen to it. You can listen to it on uh, also on YouTube. Watch it on the Fight Bananas YouTube channel. Uh, but before we get into the show, a couple sponsors we got to get into. We got to go. We got to show love to. The MMA Shark. Guys, go subscribe to the MMA Shark. That's my buddy Paul, the best MMA handicapper in this industry. He's nailing picks right now. He's over 400 units plus in the year of 2022, and he wants to get it to around 450 by the end of the year, guys. He's throwing out winners, parlays, underdogs, and everything in between. So go to the MMAShark.com right now. Subscribe to Paul's, uh, you know, um, Winning ways. If you want to save some money, put in that promo code bananas50. You will get $50 off for the first 30 days. So go visit right now the MMAshark.com. Also, guys, so you're gonna get what Paul gives you. You're gonna get the the lessons. And if you got just say you like O'Malley, you like Sugar Sean O'Malley as a dog. And maybe Paul likes it, maybe not. But whatever you want to bet on, then go to my buddies at Pack. PAC22.com. And guys, PAC22 is an online American booker. It's not one of those, I've done it myself. I've had some other bookies, and it's hard to get money in. It's hard to get money out. It's overseas. You wait multiple weeks. It's, it's, it's like, I've got to check once. It took me over 30 days to get my money back. At PAC22, you're talking to a couple Americans. You're talking to a couple good guys. I've been dealing with them now. If you want to bet, and win, and you want to get your money back that night, they will Venmo. They will cash app you. They will PayPal you. They will get you your money back uh, anyway. It's 2022. Any way you want uh, that night. So, guys, go to pack22.com. You're going to need a special login code. You get with me here at Fight Bananas or... um, Reach out to anything, uh, any Fight Bananas on socials. We'll get you a special code. And with our code, you are going to get a 100% match back deposit. You want to throw in 200 bones. It's not one of those kind of like, oh, you get 200 and you have to bet it to get it. No, you put $200 in, you will have $400 of American money in your account. So go to pack22.com today. All right, guys. Episode 143, we are here. Felicia Spencer, Mike Bolger. Let's... Go!
What's up, guys? We're back. UFC 280 this weekend. Huge weekend. Felicia Spencer, how are you? Doing great. Doing great. Just got done training. Didn't even have time to clean up before I came on the call. <laughs> Look at you, dude. I've, I remember in my time hop on all my socials, we had an interview four years ago today. It was literally at the jungle. I think it was to preview your Invicta FC main event championship fight. How crazy is that? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's nuts. Um, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> sounds yeah, about it, right, it right was, timeline. So. It was wild. I saw that. I was like, man, uh, me and Fee, we've been, uh, you know, we've been talking for a minute. It's been crazy. It's been awesome. Um, fought Amanda Nunes. Big fight. Feels like a big fight this week in UFC 280. Just packed. Absolutely jam-packed. Uh, prelims are great. First fight of the night is great. O'Malley and Yan is not even co-main event or main. It's it's wild times. So before kind of breaking down fights and getting into, you know, your upset pick and your lock, just what is your first take on the whole card? What's your first just kind of unpack this mega pay-per-view event? Uh, I mean, it really is like just a gift, right? I'm kind of like trying to avoid even looking too much into it at this point. I mean, it's not too hard because I'm so busy, but um, I'm just like, I know every fight is like just going to be exciting. And like every time they put up a new, you know, tail of the tape, it's going to be like, oh yeah, that's, that's a good one. Oh yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, so yeah, bottom to the top. I'm excited. Um, hopefully I'll be able to catch every, every single piece of it and not miss any of it. Like I normally do. So, um, so yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Puppies in the back? Fluffy? Yeah, I have Hermione and Fluffy. Um, they're kind of, they're just I'm, I'm uh, in, a, in a guest house and they're looking at other dogs uh, right now, just desperate to go out and play. I thought they were into chicken mode. I thought we had to, we were going to pause this for you to get, uh, stop the, save chickens' lives. That's what I thought we were going to have to do. <laughs> um it is funny that it's on during the day, the pay-per-view, and a lot of people I've been talking to is so happy with it. Me, as a dad of four, and it's Halloween season, and there's parties, and there's corn mazes, and there's color and pumpkin and painting out, you know, courses everywhere. Man, this is tough. I had to tell the wife, I was like, <laughs> hey, I kind of need like five hours in the middle of a Saturday, 10 to 5, and she gave me one of those like, okay, Dave, all right. So uh, I might have a lot of daddy to do things on Saturday night and Sunday, but uh, let's get into it. Stack card fee. A lot of, I was hoping this could be the one I'm hoping uh, this could be your uh, phenomenal pick and your lock all in one. I'm in love with Charles Oliveira in the main event as an underdog, but I want you to take it away. You're the guest, you're the star. What's, what's your, um, your phenomenal pick? What's your upset pick of this card? UFC 280. Oh, yeah, that, that would be a good one. And I feel like some, every time I look, it's a little different. So I don't know if he'll still even be an underdog when I by the time the event comes. Um, I haven't looked in the last few days, so this underdog might might have changed also. But down the card a little bit, I'm looking. When, as soon as I saw Menel Firo on the card, I was like, okay, she's really good. She's fighting really, you know, another level up in competition with Caitlin yeah. Chukagian. Um, but – with Manel being an underdog, I like that spot for her. I think she's a big, strong flyweight, and I think she has a really good um, good game to match Chikagian's, and I think she's going to be fighting for the title soon. So she's my underdog pick for the week. 
Okay, I respect it. Uh, I'm going to maybe disagree a little bit. I know there's three things in life. There's death, there's taxes, and there's Caitlin uh, Chahigian winning by unanimous decision. Like Those are the three things that are going to happen. Um, I actually like Caitlin a lot in this spot. I think she's going to wrestle and grapple a lot. But, um, yeah, hey, I, I've been wrong like three times in my life, so this might be number four. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, well see. This is, yeah, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. So I like it. I like it. Okay, and so that's, uh, that's on the main card. It's a good pick. Uh, dude, Fiona's a stud, and her being a southpaw, and she's humongous. I feel like she's so big for the weight class. So I can, I can foresee – uh, you know, just if, if Caitlin never gets inside and, um, you know, just uh, figure out just kind of jabs all fight. I, I can see her winning for sure. For sure. Um, what's your lock? What's your lock on the card? We haven't mentioned any of the big three. Is it a prelim? Is it a Bilal Muhammad? What are we looking at? What's your lock of UFC 280? So, okay. Well, this one's hard because he's let me down in the past as far as my pick went. Mm. But I still feel like... Peter Yan has it in him, and I think I'm pretty confident he's going to beat Sean O'Malley. <laughs> so um, I think, obviously, the not to stand the whole fight, but Peter Yan has great kicks, and obviously Sean has been taken out with leg kicks before, and just grappling yeah. in general I think is a good strategy. Um, yeah, I think I'm still really high on Peter Yan. Obviously, even Aljamain is on. I mean, we haven't even talked about the title fight. Aljamain beating yeah. Peter Yan, and now they're on the same card. It's like, um, I'm, I think Aljamain also is in a good spot to win. And I um, I think he's probably still has a chip on his shoulder, but I'm not sure. Maybe he feels like a little bit less pressure now. It's, I'm talking about Aljamain now, switching gears. Um, I feel like he maybe, maybe he does feel less pressure. So I wonder right. what version yeah. of Aljamain – will come out, you know, with the one that has a chip on his shoulder or the one that maybe is more comfortable. And that might be good too. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know what to expect with that, with that fight, honestly. Um, okay. So but back yes, to your Peter lock Yon's pick. Lock. <laughs> back, uh, Peter Yan is a lock. I, I, okay. I respect it as well, but I, we're going to be on different all night. I like it. I, I don't know why I can't put my finger on a feet. It's just a gut feeling. Sean O'Malley, as a big underdog, as a big spot with Dana White already saying, hey, the winner gets the title shot afterwards. I don't know. I think Sean O'Malley somehow, someway is going to get it done. I think Peter Yan, if, if I could, just my two cents, I don't think he's going to take Sean O'Malley as serious as maybe he should be. And maybe he thinks it's going to be a little bit of a walkthrough. Um, I got Sean O'Malley long, lean, keep it on the outside. I think he can win the first round. I think Yan usually does start slow. And now it kind of puts the pressure on Jan that he's got to win round two and three, and maybe uh, O'Malley can get it done. I don't know. It's it's so far. I'm gonna. I was leaning that way, but with you going Jan, I'm definitely going all in with Sugar Sean O'Malley. I'll, I'll pick the underdog there and go with O'Malley. Um, so I love it. We're on different sides. Back to your Aljo Dillashaw. I like Aljo a lot in this spot. I just think it's a it's a good matchup for Aljamain Sterling. Very very grappler heavy, wrestling base heavy, and to me. I know Dillashaw you're was kind of freaking out on me. Oh, you hear me? <laughs> oh. You hear me? You hear me now? Oh man, my connection is horrible. <laughs> I think it's getting better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you hear me? Alan Jermaine Sterling? Nope, I can't. <laughs> oh, let's see. Coming off. 2022 we're making it work let's see 
But there we go. If she doesn't, hey, at least we got her picks. Yep, she's gone. Um, she has, oh, Peter Yawn as her lock. And then Fiera as her underdog. Let's see. You there, Fee? Nope. <laughs> All right. We tried. We tried, guys. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, I love Aljamain Sterling in this spot. I think it's a grappling uh, match. And I think Aljo is the better grappler in the TJ Dillashaw. And uh, we talked about it. I love Charlie Olives in the main event uh, to get the job done. He's the guy. So, uh, guys, we're going to get Fee back next week. Uh, it keeps on going. I think we got Arnold Allen and Calvin Cater in that main event. Great main event. And uh, we'll make it happen. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Um, make sure you subscribe, download, all those good stuff. And we have Mike Bolger coming on the podcast uh, right now. So we'll talk to you guys soon. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dave Van Auken Show presented by Fight Bananas. Uh, man, pretty pumped today. First time talking to my guest, Mike Bolger. Mike, how you doing, brother? I'm good. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Doing good. Fight week for you, brother. Fight week, man. It's it is. The, uh, the best two words maybe to a fighter is just saying fight week to you. You feeling good? Life's all right? Yeah, everything's going good. Uh, yeah, I would say it's probably the best two words, fight week or, you know, or the TKO, winner is. Those you know, two. Yeah, yeah. Three letters, TKO, knockout. There's some. There's, there's like, some it's very sweet and simple and to the point. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, so yeah, let's get into that first. A lot of stuff. Uh, Friday night, live back on UFC Fight Pass. So, Combat FC 2, you fought on the first one. Yeah. Um, please, yeah, talk to me about, one, about Friday night. Let's start there. And then, two, how you got connected with the organization. It's a hot new organization for UFC Fight Pass. So, it's probably pretty cool to be a part kind of from the ground floor. For sure, yeah. Actually, I got the text the other day about being on Fight Pass. Um, I was actually, I was sitting there, and I think I was either like with a client because I'm a private trainer, and I remember my phone went off, and I looked at it, and it had like, uh, if you're getting this text message because you're on Fight Pass, and you need to do X, Y, and Z, whatever, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Like, yeah. I don't, I know some guys will get on here and be like, it doesn't mean anything, but yeah, it's cool. Like, I think it's cool. So it is pretty cool. And then I got the news that like this week. Or was it last week? Last week on like a Friday. So that was pretty cool. And then um, I actually had an opponent switch. So the fight uh, last week yeah. was pretty hectic and all that, yeah. but it's all good. Yeah. Um, Back to where you just said something about Fight Pass and if other people are and guys, you know, try to shove it off, right? Fight Pass is freaking humongous for fighters. Like they want your library. Like if you get a highlight knockout and – and for the foreseeable future, and I've commentated on Fight Pass before, you meet connections, you get into their network. So when shit hits the fan and the UFC needs a short notice fight, maybe they'll go in the Northeast next year. And, you know, if you're 3-0 and and they're like, man, we, we need someone, we need a, a lightweight, you know, uh, undefeated, you know, they look through Fight Pass first, then giving it a complete stranger off the field. So I think it's a huge thing. Yeah, and I know they're doing big things too. Like, I, I mean – I haven't been on Fight Pass, but I have a few friends who fought on there and all that. And their platform just grows from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. if you go out there and do have a good showing, even, yeah. you know, like I've seen guys go on there and, you know, maybe not win, but they put on a hell of a show. And it just, it broadens like the horizon of it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it is a big deal. You got a lot of, you know, like you said, the library of Fight Pass. I mean, there, it's a, it's a big little, like, I don't know, step up, whatever it would be. You know what I mean? Just to like, get out there internationally too, right? Because you could just go on Fight Pass. Oh wait, there's Combat FC tonight, and click it. You could be anywhere in the world, so that's right. pretty cool too. That also excites me. Just 
like the more eyes theory. Yep. That's pretty cool to think about. You know what I mean? For sure. Bo Nichols' first fight uh, ever was on Fight Pass. Sugar Shout O'Malley had a couple fights on Fight Pass. It means something. Long story. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, it's about it, you got to get there. But when you get there, you got to, you know, you got to hit a home yeah. run. It's also yeah. a huge thing. Very too. true. Um, Friday night. So you had an opponent change? Because uh, I saw it on your Instagram. Let me throw that up right there. Give my guy a follow right there. Mike one underscore Bolger. It, was it different from the, the post I saw? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any. Uh, different, uh, you know, just a wrestler, little, striker. Do you have to deal with that, or is he's just? Uh, I mean, the the last guy had like a little weird thing, like his like record wasn't like you couldn't see on topology, but he had tons of fights and all that stuff. Okay, a veteran, and then I'm just getting another veteran, and uh, they're always tricky. You know, they've been doing this a long time, seen a lot, been there, done that. You know, prospect, no prospect. So just an old school. This is a guy who's been in the game a long time. Okay. Uh, I saw a few of his fights, and uh, it should be it's gonna be a good night. For sure. Very cool. Also on your IG, I saw a lot of like boxing stuff in your history, even like on your topology, there's some boxing fights. Was boxing, did that convert you into mixed martial arts or were you always wanting to be an MMA fighter and kind of boxing was just a way to kind of keep busy and expand your horizons? Talk about uh, that. I actually, no, I've actually been doing like combat sports and martial arts since I've been like 14. I started off boxing um, just because like, you know, mischief running around the playgrounds and the streets and just park stuff, you know, and I wanted to be good at it. Right. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be bad at it. And like, you know, a group of girls or something and watching you get beat up is never cool. You know what I mean? Just like fun. You know, so I started boxing I have two, I have a older brothers and a big family of boys and roughhousing was for sure a major key point of growing up in those houses. Um, So I got into boxing and then, off and on again, obviously I was 14, you know, and I would go for three months, not go, go for five months, not go, go for six months, not go. But I really loved just combat sports. That was really fascinating. And when I was a kid, I used to like be a ninja every year for Halloween. It's like five years straight. My dad's like, listen, kid, there's plenty, you be a fireman. You know what I mean? And then, um, real quick, Mike, Mike, real quick. So funny. So at the end, I was going to, I got these five questions for you. Literally one of them is your favorite Halloween costume. Look at that. Oh man. See, I blew it. Uh, there you go, man. I hey. blew it. Well, there it is, a ninja. I blew it. That's me. Um, awesome. Damn, I wish I didn't do that. And then, um, no, it's good, bro. That's all good, man. So, combat sports, ninja, all that. Keep keep rolling. It's just keep yeah. Rolling. It's just like I was like you know, being a kid, I kind of gravitated gravitated toward um combat sports. Like I like watching ninja movies. I obviously like watching Rocky movies, which I think everybody yeah, yeah. who has Rocky two four. eyes watches those movies. Rocky four. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, and um, and then develop, and then my cousins actually got into uh, jiu-jitsu. Ooh, okay. and I grew up a little bit different from they did. They grew up kind of like someday they're gonna laugh to this. They grew up like you know nice. They had a you know really nice home, blah blah. blah. And I grew up you know a little bit more rough and rugged, and and, and they were like taking me down and like choking me and put me up. So I'm like, how is my, I can't let this happen. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then it stumbled upon and just, then it took over. Then I got into kickboxing real heavy and then just, it kind of went like that my whole life. And then I had amateur MMA fights, uh, amateur boxing fights. And I just had this act. Like I could kind of just put it together. Like I, I, I box with the boxers. I don't, you'll see a lot of MMA guys going to a boxing gym Right. With, and they in they're playing the MMA game with boxers and some of the boxers are kind of like, you know, just let them do their thing. But like I'll go to a boxing gym. My main boxing spawn partners are 
elite guys. You know what I mean? We, I have uh, Julian Baptiste fighting for a New England title, a middleweight, uh, pure boxer. Uh, I got edit. I'm going to butcher his last name. He's going to kill me. It's like, <laughs> my, my, oh, he's going to kill me. It's, you know, my boy edit. I'll find his name in a second. There you go. Yeah, to, shout him out on Instagram. I'm trying you know. to, man. I'm trying. Yeah, I blew it for him. I can't pronounce his last name. But I, I, I fighting for a light heavyweight, undefeated. Uh, okay. He's fighting for the New England side. So I box with real boxers. And then I go. Yeah, and, you're in there. And yeah. then I'm, but then I put myself with, um, you know, when I go to jiu-jitsu practice, I'm in there with the real high-level guys competing in the world. My cousin um, is my jiu-jitsu coach, and he is now ranked in the world, uh, Bobby McCarron. And then, like, I'll go to his, like, we go to train, and he's getting ready for camps for tournaments, and there's nothing but brown belts and black belts. All like, I'm in there with them. I'm not – I don't, like, go play with uh, – take it easy, you know? And it's just kind of always been that way. I always just jumped right into the guys. We're wrestling. I'm wrestling with Division One kids from, you know, Boston College. So there's no – I'm not testing the waters. I'm all in with everything I do. It's always been that way, though. So I love that. I and love that's that. how it developed. And then the pandemic happened, to answer your question with the fights – the pandemic happened. I met my now coach, Sean Farley, my boxing coach, who's also Calvin Cater's head boxing coach. And I was sparring with Calvin through the He's pandemic. a pretty good boxer. Huh? He's a he's pretty good at that boxing. Calvin, yeah, yeah, he's all right. He does yeah, you know, he's pretty good. Nice sure. job. And then um we I sparred Calvin a bunch and then I, I started working with my coach. Then he seen me spar some boxers, like I said, and then he was like, Hey, I can get you on the pro scene. At the time I was still an amateur. And um you know, it was the pandemic. No, I didn't. There was no sight of like when amateur shows are coming back. Right. Yeah, I'll get you on the pro scene, man. Like we can do this. And I was like, I said, yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. You know, and jumped right in. Screw it. My bad. And then jumped right in. And then um, and then now here we are. Boom, boom, boom. Three fights later, and three nos a pro. Uh, four and zero on Friday, and then keep going. Just keep building the block. Love it. Um, I love hearing like origin stories like that, and then getting into two things up from that. Who's your all time favorite boxer? Oh man, my all-time favorite? My yeah, all-time favorite. Maybe Canelo Alvarez. That's my guy. Canelo's okay. Canelo's yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a good Canelo's, one. Canelo's yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um and, and with that, you were saying when you're you know doing kickboxing and jits and boxing, what was the first UFC memory or combat sports? Usually it's probably you know with our generation, it's UFC. What was the first time you were like, holy crap, that Couture Tito fight? Or what was Forrest's ultimate fighter for a lot of people was that moment? What was that it, first time you watched For me, that, that is fight? the moment for everybody is the Tito, uh, is the Forrest Griffin fight. But it, for me, that's not, like, it was cool to watch, but I, that didn't get me. I wasn't okay. like, I wasn't like, damn, that's, that's badass, you know? Yeah. What got me? Ah, oh, that's a tough question. What got me hooked on it? What fight? I don't know. That's a good question. I remember hearing about Mike Tyson as a kid and everyone was afraid of him. I was like, that's pretty cool. Everyone being yeah. afraid. That sounds badass. Um, and then just what, I don't really know. I remember watching Anderson Silva. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's, you know, that's next level. And then I was watching, you know, Fedor, Fedor Emelianenko, who just made it look like, like Anderson so easy. And then I was just like, that's wild. And then, then it just kind of took over. So not one fight went off in my head. I was like, that was, that's it. I'm in. It kind of just all accumulated all over time, and I was like, "This is awesome!" And right. here we are now. It's crazy that Anderson Silva—he's a—he's a boxer now, <laughs> boxer Jake. Because a lot of things people don't—a lot of these Anderson had boxing experience before yeah. he went to the UFC. Right. He it's, could fight. He could. It, and he took a box with the best of them. There's videos of him on YouTube boxing at like wild card boxing gym and giving those guys major problems. I mean, Man, it's thrilled. the best way. Like what you're. 
what you what I got from you is you're you know, you're saying kickboxing and boxing and jits and all that. To me, that's the best way. I talk to UFC fighters that are fighting for championships and they still love doing grappling tournaments and even little kickboxing things. It just kind of like keeps you busy because especially in the UFC at that high level, you fight two, maybe three times a year and you still want to get that juice. You still want to walk out and experience fight night. Sometimes, of course, you they get the bit, uh, decent payday for a little, you know, regional grappling show. But to me, that's super important. Like you still got to you're still rounding uh, yourself. For sure. And- I think it's definitely different when they're like in the UFC, like going to grappling tournaments. That makes sense. But I would never see a UFC guy really cross over into the boxing realm. And now people are going to be like, what are you talking about? It happened all the time. It doesn't. I'm not saying like you will never see like <coughs> – like they Connor did, like Connor, yes, but he, but that was right. a show. People don't understand. Right. Like you're not going to see that often. You know what I mean? But jujitsu, you can go in there, you can grapple, you can tap out, you can laugh, you can tap someone out. It's all good. Yeah. With kickbox and muay thai and all that, you can get really hurt. So I'm talking right. about even on the business side of it. I don't see it happening often unless you get paid a hundred million dollars like Connor did. So <laughs> very true. That's uh, one money. last thing about Friday, and then like I said, I got some five fun questions for you, and then we'll we'll roll, man. Um. You before we started hitting that red light, uh, you told me it's a hometown fight. Like you said, you're five, ten minutes away from the fight. How cool or how important or how fun is it to kind of fight in your hometown, home sitting, really have that I would assume you got the crowd behind you and just that familiarity of where you're at. It is pretty cool. Like I fought in um I fought in a few places before, like you know, all over New England, stuff like that, Las Vegas. I fought, but like when you hear like how like many people, I guess, are there. Or even just just getting the vibe of like you feel like you're being welcomed. Yeah. Into like a you know unwelcoming situation. It's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like I would love to, you know, like you know, someday main goal headline at the garden, you know, at the mm-hmm. at a TD garden. And yeah. just that would be, you know, absolutely mayhem. You know what I mean? Told, just, the co-made event underneath you, Calvin Cater, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> works for me. As long as I'm headlining, I don't care who's on the card. Um <laughs> No, but that would be that's you know, but yeah. being in your own hometown, it would be bonkers, you know, like fighting in the in the garden. But yeah, it's it's a it's super cool and it's convenient. Like a lot of guys yeah. don't talk about this, like fighting wise, like conveniency on fight night is like is key. Like right, you, you're so like some people, everyone's different, not on edge, but like you want to just get to the show and fight and do your routine and all that. If you're traveling two hours, three hours, it's it's it definitely cuts in. Usually go there the day before, or weekend before, but like I don't have to go anywhere. I can just wake up, whatever, and then get in the car and drive ten minutes, literally ten minutes down the road, and be there. Boom, done. No, it's amazing. I was at a UFC event. I was at Jorge Masvidal's Icon FC last uh, Friday, uh, Saturday in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. And two guys in the car was from the state of Washington, so they had to fly across the country. Uh, you know, they did it two, three days out, but they still, I talked to all the fighters there and they said, it, it is, it's different. You're out of a hotel. The hours is messed up. Savannah's on the East coast to Washington on the West coast. They said they just, um, you know, no excuses. And they actually had a really great fight. They didn't pull off the victory, but it was just a lot. Like it was just, it uh, adds up them to do. It adds up a little, like the, the, the one thing people forget is just the details of the right. minor details going into all this. And it, it comes down to like your favorite coffee shop. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to get up tomorrow morning. I have fight night. I'm going to stretch and go for a walk, whatever. I'm going to go get coffee at the store. But if you're fighting, you know, three hours away, you don't know where your favorite coffee shop is. Right. You're looking around. It's a di- it is different. But 
yeah, it, it definitely plays a, a good fight. It's good and it's fun. All right, here we go. Five questions. The fifth one, we'll, we'll make up a new question because we know you want to be, uh, you know, we know your favorite costume right now. Um, who, what actor would play you in a movie about you? Tom Hardy. Love it. Uh, what's your go-to streaming service to watch uh, anything on TV? Oh, man. Netflix? That's pretty good. You could also plug that you love watching UFC Fight Pass. I do love <laughs> I do love UFC Fight Pass. There we go. Um, what's your favorite item in your closet? Um, my leather jacket. Okay, okay. Uh, your all-time favorite movie. Goodfellas. Oh, good one. Um, all right, last question. UFC 280s this Saturday. The three main fights, Jan uh, and um, O'Malley, Aljo, TJ, Islam, and Charlie Olives. Give me the three winners of that. I have Peter Jan in a decision over Sean O'Malley, although I do and am a huge fan of Sean O'Malley. I just okay. don't think this one's going to get to him. I think TJ is going to beat uh, Sterling by decision. Okay. And, man, that main event is absolutely wild. Uh I could see I could see Charles getting Islam, maybe subbing him in like the third or fourth round. I love it, man. I'm I'm on the dog, Charlie Olives strong this weekend. We do a lot of betting stuff here at Fight Bananas. Man, just that man's been through hell and back. This man Twice. just walked through Michael Chandler, Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier. Islam's a monster. I know it. I, and if he wins, yeah, you got to give him the crown. For but sure. until I see it, I'm with Charlie Olives. I'm just I'm just riding with him. And I and I'm like you know, like people, the argument wrestling jujitsu. Like I love wrestling. I watch it on TV. I watch it. I, I watch on YouTube. I love wrestling. I wrestle all. The, you know, I, I love it. But Oliver is like at a point in jujitsu where like he can wrestle with the best wrestlers. It's he's at that level. He's he's a uh, he's just yeah. He's been there and back. Kind of negates it almost in a way because. Oh. He everyone's he can do submissions on his back and in weird wonky situations and he can rotate and twist. Man, you see it all the time. He gets dropped, which isn't always him getting dropped. He takes his back. People like I watched some someone on uh some comment section I was reading. I just I couldn't help but look at it. He's like, you know, he's been hit so many times, he falls, and I'm like, you guys don't get it. Some I mean, when he fought Dustin he got rocked and fell. Like that's a fact. But Sometimes I see him get hit and he falls down. I'm like, you're not hurt, dude. But that's he's that good, and no one falls in. Have you ever, you know what I mean? So yep. it's gonna be unbelievable. I could see the fight being back and forth, back and forth, back and forth toward the end of the third, and then into the middle of the fourth, and then him getting subbed. I can I see like, that. I like it. Um, I might be a little bit older than you, so here's a little wisdom. I'm not gonna say anything about the fight because you know what you're doing. My one word of wisdom for you: don't read the comments on social media. You can't do that, man. You I know, I know, I know, comments, I know. Brother. Sometimes I get sucked into it, dude, and I'm like, I'm on the, and I'm looking, I'm like, what are you talking about? And, but yeah, no, I, for sure, for sure. I hear you. Uh, last, hey, uh, floor is yours. Um, you know, your Instagram, Mike one underscore Bolger, any other, uh, things you want to promote sponsors, anything like that? Shout outs, family, loved ones, anything Floor is yours, my man. Uh, shout out to combat FC put on a hell of a show. They've been nothing but professional and, and, and they just have a pleasure to work with. So shout out combat FC. And then uh, shout out UFC Fight Pass, and I'll see you guys Friday. Sounds good. Mike, man, pleasure talking to you. Good skill on Friday. I can't Appreciate wait, brother. It. I'll talk to you after the win, all right? Yes, sir. All right, brother.